The following is a Podcast One Minnesota production. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, you betcha, yeah. If it's made in Minnesota, who's making it and how? Yeah, you got that right. It's the makers of Minnesota, focusing on the products and services uniquely made in Minnesota, and conversations with the makers, entrepreneurs, and innovators in Minnesota about how they conceived of their products and how they brought them to market. With Stephanie Hansen, it's the makers of Minnesota. Hi, you're listening to the Makers of Minnesota podcast. I'm Stephanie Hansen, and I am here with Dr. Elizabeth Clotus from Step One Foods, and she's a cardiologist, and she has developed a bar that is called, uh, there's a, a pecan cranberry, a dark chocolate, it's Step One Foods is the name of the company, and it's a bar that is proven to lower cholesterol. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having yeah. me here. I'm really excited. I'm excited to talk to you because, I, I mean, I'm a I'm a sort of foodie person. I have a radio show about food on my Talk 107.1 called The Weekly Dish. And I read your story and I was like, oh, okay, someone's developed a bar and <laughs> it's going to be some medical changing life breakthrough. But you actually have done this. I have. You I, have. I, I have. I, you know, and... Um, as we were walking in the studio, I was, I was telling you, you know, I, I think if someone had told me in medical, I mean, I've been practiced for 20 years. I've been, you know, I've been seeing patients this whole time. And if someone had told me in medical school that one day I would start a food company, I would have told them they were crazy. Yeah. I mean, this is this is a big departure from, from medical school. And yet, I would tell you, this is the most um, gratifying and I would say important work I've done. Well, so let's talk about that. How did you start your journey with Step One Foods? What made you decide you needed to do this? Yeah. So, um, as I said, I've been in practice for a long time. And, you know, in medical school and in, during training, all we're taught to do is prescribe medications. And I was really good at it. <laughs> you know, I could get my patients' cholesterol perfect, their blood pressure perfect, their blood sugar you know, close to perfect. But what I realized was my patients were never actually getting any healthier. They looked great on paper, mm-hmm. but in real life, they were still sick. They they looked terrible. They felt awful. In fact, a lot of them were telling me that the medications I had put them on were making them feel worse. And all of a sudden, I realized, wait, I'm missing a whole aspect of care. I'm treating, I'm focused on the downstream effects of poor diet and lifestyle instead of actually addressing the root cause of the problem, right? I mean, in in medicine, right, high cholesterol, well, here's a pill. High blood pressure, here's two pills. Has right? it always been like that? Like, I mean, you're a, you're a young lady, woman. Um, <laughs> oh, thank you. If we look the at... The lighting is favorable. <laughs> if we look at, like, the last... Has, it, has in the last 30 years, have we been predominantly more likely to prescribe drugs than to look at lifestyle or was lifestyle just never a factor all the way along? I think this has been a problem all the way along. Okay. And um, so my, just to give you a little bit of a, a sense, uh, you know, like I said, I've been in practice for 20 years, to, to get trained to be a cardiologist from, from the time you leave high school to the time you hang up your shingle, it's 14 years right. of education. It's a lot of education. How much of that 14 years was spent on nutrition? 
I would imagine it's very little, to be honest. Zero. Yeah. Zero hours. And and that should be a shock to everyone that's listening to this because all I do all day long is treat the downstream effects of poor diet. That is, you know, that is ultimately my job. My job shouldn't exist. Yeah. Really. I mean, as the more that the more I've learned about this, the more passionate I've become, well, the more passionate I've become and and the more clear it it has been to me that we're approaching this incorrectly and at the very least, least incompletely. There's so much we can do through nutrition that we're not doing. I was a, I'm a breast cancer survivor and I'm six years out and I can remember a getting chemo and sitting in the hospital and, you know, them bringing me lunch. That was like the least healthy lunch in the history of lunches. And then, you know, asking my doctors afterwards, like, you know, are there things I can be doing nutritionally? And, you know, they were so cautious. They're so nervous about recommending anything nutritionally or how is if you are taking vitamins let's say how are those going to react to the drugs that you're taking and I ended up being a cardiology patient because I was having some adverse reactions to some of the drugs I was on that were impacting my heart and I I kept saying you know there's something not right like I can't breathe Mm -hmm. I'm a marathon Mm -hmm. runner I cannot breathe and finally I was at a left ventricle ejection fracture that was so low they oh, yeah. were like, yeah, this is an issue. We need to put you on a pill that's going to help support you while you get through this Heart treatment. Yep. Yeah. Um, but the idea of high cholesterol, mm-hmm. can we just talk about cholesterol for a minute? Sure. Because yeah. you are watching for high cholesterol. You're watching for high blood pressure. I, I've, I'm not a doctor. I'm a nobody. But I am convinced that high cholesterol... While not a great thing, that it is based in your nutrition so much more than it is based. I mean, obviously, you may have a predisposition based on your genetic factors. Yep. Are Is there any study or talk that cholesterol may be linked? Uh, you know, we know that animal fat supposedly produces mm-hmm. cholesterol. Has there any, been any discussion about that added sugars might be producing cholesterol? Oh, well, you've you've hit the nail on, on the head. It's, you know. People think that it's the cholesterol in their diet that causes high cholesterol in their blood. And that's not the case. It, it is the overall composition of the diet that influences cholesterol levels in the blood. And actually, one of the highest drivers are added sugars, processed foods, simple carbohydrates. So it's all about how we metabolize food. So, for example, um, a bagel. It, it, it's... It, doesn't have added sugars, but it is a very simple carbohydrate. Every, you know, all the complexity of the wheat's been taken out, right? The bran's gone, the germ's gone. Mm-hmm. It's just the it's just the innermost starchy part of the flour that's been refined. fluffed and baked, mm-hmm. refined, and, and it's delicious and it's lovely and it smells wonderful when it comes out of the oven. But when we eat it, it is so nutritionally simple that it takes nothing for our body to to digest it. And right. so it's digested very quickly and absorbed very quickly and it gets absorbed. Carbohydrates are absorbed as sugar. And when blood sugar levels go up, insulin levels go up. Insulin is a storage hormone. It's there to make sure that all the sugar gets put away in, you know, for for future use. But it's but it pushes our body into storage mode in general. What's the storage form of cholesterol? LDL, mm-hmm. bad cholesterol. LDL levels go up. 
What's the non-storage form of cholesterol? HDL, good cholesterol. HDL levels go down. What's the storage form of sugar? At some point, we run out of places to store free sugar, and the body says, well, what am I supposed to do with all this extra sugar that's floating around the bloodstream? Oh, I know. I'll turn it into fat. Mm -hmm. And so triglyceride levels go up. Some of the worst cholesterol profiles I have seen are in people following a low-fat diet. But it's not just that it's a low-fat diet. It's also a simple processed carbohydrate diet, right? Low-fat cookies. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it, it, you, you think you're doing the right thing, but you're actually causing the opposite reaction of what you think you're, 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 you're trying to achieve. I'm so vindicated to hear you say that because my mother-in-law has high cholesterol and has genetically had it. Mm-hmm. Everyone in her family does. Yeah. And they're always trying to put her on drugs. And she has a really healthy, clean diet. She basically eats uh, meat and vegetables and fruit with an occasional bit of chocolate or a glass of wine. And she's been trying to diet. You know, she's 85, trying to lose a couple pounds. And her cholesterol has gone way down. And I just, I said, because I bet you have been much more careful about your sugars. Absolutely. And she was just like, I don't know. And it's just, it's, I've always thought cholesterol had so much of a reaction to sugar versus just the animal fat that we've heard. But I do need to clarify something because I don't want to sow confusion. There's, there's a difference in, there's sugar and there's sugar, right? So sugar in an apple doesn't have the same effect as, as sugar in a a can of soda. Right. It's, it's also about the origin of the sugar and, and the delivery system, right? So if you, if actually, if you look at a nutrition panel from an apple and a bag of gummy bears, it's actually pretty similar, Mm -hmm. like, you know, sugar level, but completely different impact of, of those nutrients inside your body. Why? Because the sugar that comes with the apple comes with a lot of other stuff. It comes with a lot of fiber and, and antioxidants and Mm -hmm. micronutrients. And the fiber especially makes it much harder for the body to digest the the, the food, right. which means that, yes, you still absorb it. But instead of these, these huge peaks and huge insulin spikes, it's low and slow. And so what you want to eat is you do want to eat carbohydrates. They, they, they're, they're important. They give I mean, you energy. They give you energy. They, all the vitamins, all the micronutrients, you know, fiber, that all comes from carbohydrates. It doesn't come from, from meat. It, it comes from plants. Mm-hmm. And we know that, that diets that contain a lot of plants are intrinsically much more healthful. If you look at communities around the world, where people follow a whole food plant-based diet, their health outcomes are completely different than ours. I mean, Mm -hmm. they have one quarter the rate of cancer, one third the rate of dementia, one fifth the rate of heart disease, 80% less than we do. Like I said, my job shouldn't exist. Right. So you take that job and you wake up one day and decide, wow, I'm, you know, at the tail end of this trying to cure something. And what made you decide to create a bar of all things? Because bars sort of are associated in, you know, with the slim fast bar and all the diet bars of the day. Yeah. So I actually started on an education campaign. I started talking to my patients about their diet. I started counseling them on, you know, how, you know, cooking and recipes and here's a website and, and, you know, here's a resource. And I found a couple of things. Number one, the people who could do it, oh my gosh, their health was transformed. 
I mean, medications list shrink, diagnoses melt away. They are cured. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and ultimately that's what I went to medical school for, right? right. Is that I, to cure people, not to create this, you know, never ending revolving door follow up visits. The problem was the number of people who could make the correct changes in their diet to actually get to that effect was tiny. And what became so clear to me is that you have to be realistic. You have to meet people where they are. People are busy. You know, we we have so many other things going on in our lives, me included. I, yeah. You know, I talk about this and I and I counsel patients and I and I started a food company. This is hard for me too. You know, I I would love to cook all the time. I don't always have have time to do that. So this is about meeting people where they are and making it simple and really straightforward to obtain the nutrients you need to impact cholesterol profiles. So, you know, all these foods were therefore created with convenience and effectiveness in mind and taste. They have to taste good. Otherwise, people won't eat them. But it's really about scientific formulation, precise levels of whole food fiber, omega-3 fatty acids, antioxidants, and plant sterols known to affect, positively affect cholesterol profiles and heart health outcomes. So you started marketing these bars that, if I'm to believe the uh, science is, I would eat uh, one for breakfast or one for lunch. Would do you yeah, recommend two yeah. a day? So, so the 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 entire line actually has seven products. So there's three bars. I brought a couple of mm-hmm. here uh, that they're in the studio, but it's uh, so three bars, and then we have an instant oatmeal, a sprinkle, which is like a raw ground granola that you can put over yogurt. Uh, there's a pancake mix and there's a smoothie mix. So, it, and all interchangeable in terms of their nutrients of interest. So you can pick whichever you like, whatever fits your lifestyle and your taste preferences and texture preferences the best. And then the idea is for cholesterol lowering, yes, it's two servings a day of any of those products. You can mix and match as you like as a substitute for something you're eating already. Mm-hmm. So so it's not it's not an ad, it's a change out. And typically, most people will change out breakfast and snack because that's just naturally where these right. products fit in. And when you told, you know, your co- uh, colleagues, like, I'm going to create this bar that's going to do this, what I thought was so amazing about your company is it's legitimate. It works. It, it, it's not a, if you do this, you know, you'll have a better, it legitimately works. It legitimately works. And we give a 100% money back guarantee. If it doesn't work for you, we'll give you your money back. Right. And we haven't had to do that yet. Um, the, you know, obviously, look, I'm a scientist. I can't sit here and pretend that it's going to be this magical thing that, that's going to revolutionize, you know, everybody's health. Right. But here's what I can guarantee. This is real food formulated specifically based on the scientific data. I mean, we know what to eat. We just don't do it. Right. And it's about improving health. And cholesterol happens to be one of the things that's affected. But guess what? If you eat right for cholesterol reduction, you're also eating right to lower blood pressure. You're also eating right to improve blood sugar levels. You're also eating right to lose weight. It's all together. I right. mean, that's that's the great thing about food. It's a holistic, um, it's a, it's a holistic solution rather than you know Lipitor, which is one risk factor for one disease. Right. right? Well, walnuts, chia, flax, and and almonds. Okay, let's let's talk about all the things that you know that those things affect. It's right. it's it's a it's a 
just a very different approach. So I read that you did like a public offering and you raised just an enormous amount of money. Well, <laughs> it's it's all relative. We're, we're you know, we are we are raising we are raising funds uh, right now, and and we're very excited. We have um, some clinical data coming out about our products. It, we see ourselves as the tip of the spear, kind of leading the charge on a whole new approach to health and healing, and that's therapeutic foods, really using food as medicine. I mean, the whole sort of, when I when I boil this down, it's, you know, instead of take this pill twice a day, it's like take this food twice a day. And we can measure the effect. We can see what how you're going to, you know, respond. You can, it's, it's real and it's, like I said, it's measurable. And it's so exciting. If you think about the money that we've spent on research and development for the different drugs that we take, you know, why wouldn't we invest in someone who's just helping us make life simpler with food that is giving us good result with food? I can't agree. I yeah, can't agree I mean, with I'm you just more. I... It's it, it is um, it's a curious environment we exist in because the from a from a funding perspective, you know, there, you can't patent a walnut. Right. Right. So so the so the IP protection, these things that, you know, help value companies mm-hmm. and frankly, help drive some of the research. Right. Because they're because at the end you can end up with a product that costs a lot of money to the end consumer. Right. So so that you make up the the amount you you spent on research. Right. To, right. To investigate to investigate this. I mean, this is food. It has to be affordable. Our program costs four dollars per day. Right. And I can and that's a substitute. I mean, I can make a cogent argument that it costs nothing because you're you're you know, you substitute out your egg McMuffin and a Snickers bar. We're kind of close. <laughs> well, and you sell only on the Internet. Is there a reason for that or that you haven't broached like the grocery store cycle? Yeah. So it's it, there's a couple of reasons. Number one, it gives us very broad reach. So not being hemmed in by specific bricks and mortar stores mm-hmm. allows us to basically, you know, anyone can can order on online. Number 2, it allows us to eliminate a lot of costs yeah. along the way. There's you know, there's just many sort of layers of cost that get added to a food between, you know, well, farmer to manufacturer sure. to to being on on this on a store shelf and we've eliminated a lot of those cuz we want to really keep this as affordable as we can. I mean, the, the ingredients in here are they're, they're not low cost. I mean, no. our, our... they're like cranberries, walnuts, seeds, bran, flax seeds. Those yeah, kind of... I mean, our our blueberry oatmeal has blueberries. It's not blueberry flavored fruit bits. Right. It's blueberries, and that can be really costly. Right. Um. When so you have seven products now. Yeah. Do you see this growing? And you know, at some point, like if you have a patient, do you combine this with other ideas for what they can be eating outside of the bars or Oh sure. So, you know, the 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 goal is, I mean, it's called step 1 foods. It's not step 1 to 100. Mm-hmm. It, this is a place for people to get started. So, it's it's twice a day. So that means you still have your lunch, you still have your dinner, you you still have, you know, your beverages. So, so there can be a lot of room for improvement in other areas, but my goal with this is to help people who have failed before have a success have a win 
with it being really, really simple. I mean, I think part of the reason why um, people just sort of shake their heads when you talk to them about eat better is, you know, a lot of us feel like we have to be, you know, be yoga practicing vegan triathletes, right? right? For for any of this to like matter. And that's not true. It's the small little sustained changes that add up to really big results over time, as long as they're the right ones, right? So, and, and what we've tried to do is just make them make this really sort of simple. You don't have to think about it. This is the right change. So are you still practicing cardiology? I am. And you're a CEO of this company and you're fundraising. <laughs> How do you balance your time? Um, you know, I do wish human cloning was farther ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, would, that would make my life much easier. But it, it's, it doesn't feel like work. If what you're, if you love what you're doing, so I'm, I'm busy, but I love, I'm blessed. I, I, all day long, I do things I love to do, and like I said, this is, this has been really, um, a, I mean, to, to take a passion and make it become something real and something you can share with others, and then have them benefit from it in, in the way that I've seen. I mean, you, you can't, you can't even begin to. Um, quantify that. And I feel like you're really at the beginning of this career. I, I hope so because I think there's so much we can do. So even you, you asked about kind of the number of products. So there is plans for expansion, Mm -hmm. you know, both vertically and horizontally. So vertically for the cholesterol space, gosh, we have, um, you know, prototypes for crackers and puffs and, and other kind of real sort of convenience foods, because that's what we found people really like. Right. You know, it's again, there's a reason why, you know, people like convenience food. They need that, yeah. right? Um, but also looking at other other conditions. I mean, pre-diabetes, it affects, you know, 80-plus million people. It's, it's a lot of individuals that need to address their blood sugar through food. You can start looking at very narrow markets like kidney dialysis. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's, there's someone who needs very, very... Um, you know, circumscribed nutritional, um, you know, inputs. Yeah. And, and they don't really have a great resource, right? And so low sodium foods. Low sodium. Oh, my gosh, don't get me started. I mean, that feels like a real opportunity. <laughs> yeah. And, and it just it, it, getting to looking at products in the marketplace. I mean, one of the reasons why I did this was because there was nothing I could recommend. And, mm-hmm. and this is another frustrating thing is seeing the... Um, labels on food products, the claims, right? Low, reduced sodium. Mm-hmm. What does reduced sodium mean? Yeah, reduced it, from what and what's right, the baseline and right, what's the benchmark? Right. It's, it's 25% reduction from the original. Well, if you have 1,000 milligrams in a serving of soup and now it's 750, it may now get to call itself reduced sodium. I would maintain it's still terrible for you. Yeah, and it's really, really difficult for people to understand food labels. And I feel very educated in this and it's hard for me. So someone that doesn't care as much about food as I do and it's, you know, you're trying to feed your family and you're a busy mom. My sister has two small kids and, you know, sometimes I'm like, have you looked at the label of that yogurt? You know, really like looked at it. She's like, no, it's, you know, organic. (laughs) And I I hear her struggle and I understand. It just seems like we could make this a little easier for people too. 
Yeah, I I completely understand, and I've been fooled. I you know I've I've picked up the you know the thing of quinoa chips. I, I'm a saltaholic, so and don't you feel fooled? Because I, I always so, do. I feel so cheated, yeah, and I, I just feel like such an like, idiot. Oh. And I'm looking at the, and then I get home and I look at the ingredient panel, and the last thing listed is quinoa. And it's like <laughs> <laughs> really the last thing. Yeah, exactly. And uh, my husband will say like, you know, why are you buying X Y Z? It's got all this stuff in it. Like it does, you know. I thought I looked. I, you know, you're trying to be a conscious consumer, but yeah. So I read somewhere that that the average consumer takes three to five seconds to make a, you know, a buying decision in the grocery store. Well, you can't possibly analyze every everything that you know that you're that you're purchasing, which is why it makes so much sense to shop the periphery, right? If you just shop, you don't, yeah. you know. Carrots and broccoli and peas don't don't need nutrition labels. We know they're good right, for us. Right. Um, it's real interesting to meet you, to talk with you about what you're working on here. Step One Foods is the product. You can order it online at steponefoods.com, uh, any of the seven products that you have. <laughs> I'm very excited about this. This is a really cool Minnesota-made company. I like that you are here. I like that you're on the path. I think you are just going to knock it out of the park here. I mean, honestly, I... I just the idea that we can heal ourselves with food and that if we just teach people what to do and make it a little bit convenient for them, you know, even just finding healthy snacks, this would this would be a great healthy snack. Oh, even absolutely. If you didn't have high cholesterol, oh, absolutely. it this would be is, yeah. good for athletes or people to throw in a lunchbox. So, um, Elizabeth, thank you. I should call you doctor. Thank you for <laughs> being with us today. And um, good luck, because I just think the market for this is vast and needed. Thank you so much for having me. It's a real pleasure. Thanks.